environment, the government, the schools, you name it. We're on uh, 92 FM tonight. It feels like a nice, clean little band. Oh, no, isn't it? Price is right. I like the idea that a voice can just go somewhere. Uninvited. Dirty thoughts and nice, clean minds. Guess who? It's me again. It's five o'clock. Do you care what the mainstream media says? Mike Lindell, and due to your incredible support, the original My Slippers are almost completely sold out. As a special thank you, I am launching my brand new all-season slippers, slides, and sandals for as low as $29.98. This is a limited time offer, so go to MyPillow.com or call the number on your screen. Use your promo code and you'll get all my new footwear for as low as $29.98. My all-season slippers are made with my exclusive four-layer design that you won't find in any other slipper. They're finished with a breathable fabric so you can wear them all year round. And my new slides and sandals are made with patented impact gel, making them ultra comfortable and extremely durable. I guarantee they'll be the most comfortable footwear you'll ever own. So go to MyPillow.com or call the number on your screen now to get your very own all-season slippers, slides, and sandals for as low as $29.98 with your promo code. This is an introductory offer and it won't last long, so order now. Coming to you live from central Wisconsin, where I just damn near choked along. Trying to get one last talking before I uh, go. Anyways, good to see you guys out there today. Hope all is well. Um, you want you want you want to go ahead and stay right about there for me? No, no. Okay, fine. Stay there. All right. How you guys doing today? It's good to see you guys out there today. It is uh, the 17th of August, and there's a lot of interesting stuff going on out there today. So I hope you guys are coming in to hang out and relax and see what else we got for you today. I did uh, some some uh, night shift last night. I uh, got some more stuff out there that, was, that I could find while I was digging through the uh, documents from the pit. Um, <clears throat> did as much as I could uh, last night, and, um, uh, you know, in the eyes of a uh, potential... Uh, uh, other things coming my way had to uh, had to have a, a you know a long night. So um, it's good to see you guys. I hope all is well. It is uh, another day in the life of uh, this battle, and um, <clears throat> you know every day that we wake up now, um, uh, we we see signs of hope that uh, are are convincing. Maybe finally uh, to everyone out there because um, you know everyone in, in this audience. After um, after having the election stole right in front of us, and then you know, watching as some primaries like Robin Voss's um, just get stolen in front of us again, it just keeps happening. Um, there's a lot of signs out there that uh, that the people are fed up. They now get it. They see what's really happening in this country, and um, you know, I think um, that reality of of how how deep the infiltration is of um, of CCP communists 
when when people say, well, what, what do you mean China? Well, if you indoctrinate people into a communist ideology, then that's all they see in their world is is what's the best way the best way to government of governance. They they they've been indoctrinated since they were very very young, and you're talking about what a couple of gen two three four generations of of you know coming of age in power people who have been indoctrinated all around the world, uh, including here in America, um, to uh, you know into an ideology that that believes that uh, you you must live off the teat of the government for the better good and um. You know, it's hard to explain to people like, listen, we've been infiltrated on every level of our of our government from local to state to federal to unions to to everywhere, everywhere you look. And it's like people are like, I don't what do you mean? It's not possible. I don't see, you know, Chinamen running around, uh, you know, doing the road, stealing from the road funds. Um, and as the information that, that we discovered last night, uh, it appears that, uh, all of these, uh, companies who are cooperating with China have a, a China tax, a, uh, an excise tax, uh, to pay to the CCP. And that is always how, uh, Marxist Stalinist style, uh, governance has um has always uh, been, and if you if you look back at Mao and the rest, that this is the this is the history of the battles of our fathers, um, and once they learned that um you know using violence to to gain their causes, they they realized that they had to change tactics, and they they had their their Western um uh Western educated in military and other strategy um, start to write doctrines on ways to take down the United States. And obviously the one that won is uh, infiltration, not invasion. And um, what we're starting to see now is the reality that the Trump administration, I believe squashed this out to them to the best that they could Um the ones that you have left are the ones that are exposing themselves. And that process is probably going to take some time. I don't, I don't know that we can get through that process of squashing these people out in just one more election. I think it's going to take the midterms. It's going to take then the federal government starting to turn or or the, uh, the, the DC legislature to start to turn the tide in, in doing harm to America and start to prep great legislation that will solve problems for Americans and then also start to prep what, what should be military tribunals for traitors. Um, I, I don't understand how this can go any other way. You, you have a vast majority of, of politicians in power and you have traitors in, in corporate that have monopolized and taken control of, of uh, sectors of, of the economy and, they have been in cahoots the whole time with the CCP. That is, that is the declared enemy of the United States of America, not the Chinese people, the CCP. I, I just don't see how this can't go to tribunals or um, the, the, maybe it's the kayfabe version of it, you know, where we, where uh, we have a state funeral 
you know, and we all go celebrate the life of so-and-so. The biggest traitor of all time to China, Joe Biden, is going to, you know, let's go have a state funeral for that or some shit. You know, that that's how this stuff keeps playing itself out, similar to John McCain-style crap, you know what I'm saying? Um, and that's how it just seems like... Uh, our, our world is stuck in that uh, house of cards kayfabe. That is just it. I I can't. I have a hard time seeing how we're ever going to get out of that until we um, really start to fix some of the things that's that's happening out there with regards to the three letter agencies and how they control the media because the media is all a bunch of freaking indoctrinated morons that went to Columbia University and the rest of the leftists. Uh, I uh, you know prime schools from the Weather Underground era. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. Um, so today we're going to, I'm going to go through the, the stuff that I found last night. If you haven't seen that on truth yet, uh, we'll go through that. I'll do a live dig on everything else I can find, but that's pretty much the, the big parts of what I can find. There's probably more like the Anons are finding out there and stuff like that on the chans and things. Maybe there's little nuggets here and there. But for me, the, the biggest gist of it all, um, it was pretty much covered uh, with what I could find last night. But we'll do another dig and see if we can see anything. Uh, secondarily, Project Veritas has a, another bulletin issued by uh, uh, the Gestapo. Uh, so we'll get that out there today. And then I got about 30 articles that are still sitting in my Discord because, uh, yeah, rough night. Um, and... Um, you know the uh, the the many parts of this war are uh, are taxing, and uh, especially in a family in a in, a, in an environment where um, it's uh, it's hard to explain to people what's happening. You know what I'm saying? It's hard to it, you can't just tell them. Okay, so here's what's going on, and um, basically, uh, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. So um, it it's it's um. It's trying to um, explain a lot of things that uh, don't make sense about my past and stuff. And she's, yeah. <sighs> so anyways, uh, it was a rough night. And, um, you know, the potential to, to blackmail anybody is out there. And, um, you know, so that, so it's, it's concerning in some ways. But in other ways, it's not. Because, um, you know, as long as you're, as you're uh, do the right things and, you know. Uh, it'll work itself out. So that was my night last night in summary. Um, and it's, <laughs> yeah, you guys know how that goes. Shit just comes and rolls. Um, I have a lot I want to get to for sure today on, uh, on the, on the other documents that I found last night, but I want to say hello to you all as you guys are working your way in here today. And I appreciate you all being here very much. It is another day in the life. You know what I'm saying? Everyone over there at the Foxhole app. Thanks for being here today, guys. Do me a favor. Tell a friend, tell a family member about the Foxhole app. Click the link over there, drop it into your favorite social media and tell everybody why you watch it over here. And it's a, it's a great group of uh, Patriots that come hang out. There's all kinds of always a great content over here. Just informed media 412 and on is live right now. Based Amy wage war. Um, there's a new one. Uh, Amy Joe God loves you live right now. So with the prayers, probably <laughs> she's been doing a great job out there as well. Montana free Johnny dangerously Sloan TV, pastor Shadley, WRH Rivero and Patriot news all live right now. And I believe, um, I was right with Patriot Soapbox 
Um, you can always find their links at the very bottom right here if you want to uh, go find them. But I think they are just running their own uh, platform now, which uh, congratulations to them to be able to finally get that set up. So good for them. So um, everyone over here at the Fox Lineup, thanks for being here today, guys. I appreciate you all. Demtred Red first in the house, knocking my socks off. Nana, cutie pie. Thank you, cutie pie. Yes, indeed. Good to see you out there. Uh, Ventmore. Pelidius, thanks for everything. I am running 720 right now, by the way. Uh, I already had it set there because I figured, you know, what's the point of setting it any higher? Um, I could try changing it to 1080, I guess, and see if maybe um, it cooperates well, but I I, don't, I doubt that would be it. So I don't know. Um, there's that. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. Show me Rose. Good to see you. Hope all is well. Uh, Hawk of the Forest, communism, will you comply not? You will comply not. Uh, yes, we are, we will not comply with communism. That is correct. <laughs> Bill Clinton was in Ukraine when today, Nana, and Liberty Bell's out there as well. Thanks for being here today, guys. Much love to you all. Um, let me welcome the rest of the crowd in here today since I'm running late. As always, seems like I'm pushing my my envelope here on uh, <laughs> on my time frame. Um, just I've just just been doing last minute digging, and then I look up. I'm like, crap. I still got to send my links over. Still got to prep all of the show. So that's the way that this has been going, but whatever, we'll figure it out. Um, uh, everyone over there at uh, on Twitch there today, guys. Thanks for being here today, guys. Deplore Laura Z Patriots in the house. Uh, appreciate you, everything you guys out there in the background. Uh, Kawasaki Kid, ba boom. Deplore Laura, hello, amazing Patriot, and back at you as well. Deplore Laura, I hope all is well. Truth is the light. God bless you. Thanks for joining us here today. M Rich in the house. Uh, your show, Abe, your rules. <laughs> bring us real views. Roger that. I will I will bring you as much as I possibly can. Um, and the stuff that I got last night is very intriguing. Uh, it is some of the hints of the stuff that they were talking about. So we'll get through that momentarily here. Boulder Q's in the house. Lots of gaslighting going on out there in the mainstream media. Yes, there indeed is. And I'm I'm concerned uh, for a narrative shift uh, coming. You know, that's, this is always how this stuff happens. Every single time there's a big win like this, you're not allowed to enjoy it for very long. So I'm hoping and praying for no more violence in this world, man. Oh, can we all pray for no more violence in the world? Just it stops now. Wouldn't that be great? Red hummingbird. Hey, Abe's people. Thanks for being here today. Um, uh, you're my peeps now too. You've been out there for a couple days now. I see you out there lurking and listening for a while. Thanks for joining us today. Uh, let's see. Swim chicks in the house. God bless you. It's good to see you out there. Susan Groves. Hope all is well. And a lot of great patriots out there listening, lurking, and comfortably numb, and many others uh, working their way in here today over there on the Twitch crowd. Thanks for being here today, guys. Let me say hello to everyone over here on Rumble. Thanks, guys, for being here today. Um, lots of lurkers, as always, on the Rumble crowd. Do me a favor, hit that plus or thumbs up button. I appreciate you guys for uh, for helping to kind of, you know, uh, just say that you appreciate it, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> Joe Patriots down there hanging out. AJ Sanchez, Ilda the Hun. Thank you for being here. Denise, I hope all is well across the pond. God bless you. Uh, AJ Sanchez. Let's see. Who else? JD Rish. Do, do, do. Yeah, Pterodactyl's out there hanging out. Good to see you as well. Pterodactyl, man. Think about the old days. Think about the old days. Where we are now. Uh, it's been one hell of a ride, has it not, Pterodactyl? From all the stuff that you've seen from your perspective, it has to be just like, what in the world? New followers over there on Twitch, Iowa Trump, I'm Admiral Six Killer, uh, Real Alan Templar. I love that name. 
That is an awesome name. True Oneself, uh, Okimac, and uh, The Papster, as well as Quiet Coney. Thank you very much for being here today, guys. J.C. Bird dropping up in Bonnie's Trumpet, dropping those gift subs out there. And there goes J.C. Bird again, dropping one to Jane. Thank you all for being here today, guys, and much love to you all. Without further ado, what do you think we hop to the website real quick and then... Um, We'll get, uh, we'll hop to it here. Don't forget on censordave.com, everything on censordave. Bookmark the website in case they take me down off all these other platforms. You can always find the receipts podcast <laughs> on uh, on the website if you want to listen or watch to that, or you can check it out on any podcast platform. Just search for Uncensored Dave. Telegram, two social links at the very top, all the merchandise. You can watch all that stuff at the very top. You can pretty much tell what it's there for but anyways watch us online monday through friday five eastern four central foxhole d live twitch rumble cloud hub and tiger network where you can find the live streams previous two shows are always up there as well as content i think you need to see help keep the lights on please if you're out there i could uh yeah cash at paypal and patreon uh and uh, buy me a coffee are the ways that you can do that and also mike lindell has uh has um graciously um done a, a lot for great for streamers and stuff and other people out there and um i really appreciate them so if you get yourself to get a chance to uh check out some slippers or you know some pillows or some towels uh bed sheets those those are those comfy bed sheets where if you don't get you don't get hot them in the, in the summer so those are kind of nice uh you know all the other stuff that's out there as well bath towels bath sheets hand towels if you if you need anything like that pillowcases dog beds stuff like that if you want to spoil your your pooch get some couch pillows or some regular pillows check it out when you guys get time you can help support mike lindell uh, for all of his efforts and you guys are getting ready to find out more about his efforts uh with the uh, coming movie on the 20th um so that will be interesting to see selection code coming out this weekend on the 20th so i can't wait for that uh we should probably do a watch party or something for that but i'll see what's going on this weekend i got a lot of stuff my truck is a disaster this house is a disaster my land's a disaster and i have not had not time to even just chill a little bit so um probably chill mode this weekend for me is what it's going to look like so thank you guys very much all out there for all your love support and prayers i appreciate it all very much and i appreciate you guys coming in to hang out with me every day that's the most important part of it for me i could care less really about the rest mostly care about that you're here to for, because you want to hear the information so thank you guys for that glenn thank you for the for the uh 135 gold pills Great to see you, bro. Waiting to see the spices before I can do the sauce. <laughs> All right. So without further ado, let me uh, clear my throat here and uh, we'll hop to it here. It's uh, some good stuff for sure. I forgot to make another cup of coffee. So now I'm out of coffee and uh, yeah, dang it. Water it is for the, for the day. All right, now, um, I'm I'm seeing I am seeing a lot of D five decodes from my stuff that I dig on when I do my usual Q dig stuff. I am seeing a lot of D five. I don't know. I'm just throwing it out there to to tie it in with what's what we're seeing happening. So um, I'm sure there's some nods out there like, I right, what the uh, Abe D five really seriously. Um, I think so. I, a lot of a lot of signs, um, and what D five means, I think none of us know. But um, anyways, uh, some initial stuff from yesterday. Let's let's hop straight to that, and then um, we'll get into the to the stuff you need to see. Elections last night: Lisa Murkowski uh, and Kelly uh, K Kelly Shabaka. Um, 
both in the top two in the ranked choice, and then also two additional candidates will be will make it. So that's how they always work their way to try to um, manipulate elections. If they figured that they wanted to get a Democrat in there, all you got to do is get them into the race, and then at the state level they can just manipulate it. But uh, uh, it's impressive to see uh, Kelly Shabaka get such a huge showing uh, compared to Lisa Murkowski, and I see – Lisa Murkowski taking a hike uh, in November. So there goes another one. Uh, Mike Dunleavy over in uh, Alaska winning the um, the uh, open primary with a pretty nice 42% margin for, for governor of Alaska. So expect him to, uh, to be there as well. Um, this is a system designed to elect Democrats. We have to end ranked choice voting. It was designed as uh, the foundation of changing um, to the popular vote and getting rid of the Electoral College. Uh, you'll see in some of the information that I'll present to you guys today that China's plan and the what they were trying to do was remove federal regulations from um, – remove – I forgot the star telegram. I don't even know why I bother. Um just to just to announce it, I guess. Um, but so part of that move that that um, you know when China got together with, with trying to figure out how they're going to take over the world, I guess with uh, with with uh, um, the WEF, they wanted to decentralize uh, the elections straight into the states so that they can manipulate the state votings and not have to worry about federal regulations, i.e., the electoral college. So this was all a push to get rid of the electoral college. That's why you hear them talk about and try to seed popular vote that's why you see see them seeding popular vote because <clears throat> the only way that they can make sure that uh they can decide who wins elections going forward. And by now, if Trump didn't want win, we would probably have ranked choice voting in most places and the decentralization of uh of the elections from a, from a federal guidelines and making sure that the electoral college doesn't matter anymore. That's also the push for the electoral count act, uh, which is already unconstitutional as it is. But what they want to do is they want to make it almost impossible for the federal government to, uh, wage an objection to a, uh, what appears to be a fraudulent vote. So, um, there is a process in the Senate to object to the electors and, uh, our representatives appear to me, at least, I don't know. Maybe um, maybe the vote uh, didn't turn out the way they thought. Maybe there were some deals made. I don't know what happened, but in the end, they decided that it had to be this way, I believe. And um, I think what you're seeing right now is a result of why it had to be this way. And we got to go through a little bit of down, you know, to to uh, to wake people up. But because of, um, of them making the decisions that they made, to me, it is heroic to do it that way because I think you would have had a civil war for real if Mike Pence decided to send it back to the state legislatures unilaterally because the vice president does not have that power. But the point of that all being is the point, the push for rank rank choice voting is, is the push for the popular vote to take over and end the electoral college. That is their goal with that. Uh, Mary Pelota, Sarah Palin and Nick Begich, uh, the top three, uh, looks like Sarah Palin with a really nice showing at that 3000 votes, very close to the Democrat Mary and splitting the vote with Nick, uh, you know, 24,000. That's another example of how they make sure this is exactly how they make sure that their representative gets in They make sure they split the vote. So 
you'll have these three candidates again, and it will likely look similar to this. It will be very close. In theory, you'll see people move away from Nick to make sure that Mary Pelota doesn't get in there and uh, everyone will rally around Sarah Palin. Uh, we'll watch as we'll see how that plays itself out, but hopefully uh, Alaskans rally around Sarah Palin after uh, a woman scorned deserves to have her time, um, I believe. So uh, there you go. Um, let's see here. Let me get back here. Okay, here's where here's some of the stuff that I found last night. Um, this is very important stuff. So, um, tried to get through as much of it as possible. (laughs) It's kind of funny. Uh, poor Liz, poor thing. Oh man. It's not looking good standing up against president Trump. Is it, is it little Adam Kinzinger? You had to go on TV to cry because you're so upset about this. Oh, you poor thing. How about not being bought and paid for trader? That would help. That would help. So we'll watch as uh, Val Dow, uh, California's 21, and Newhouse in Washington's 04. Those two are going to be the most interesting of all, especially in their, their stronghold. Watch California is what I see happening there. That'll be very interesting to see where we are with our election systems. And, um, the, you know, the thing is watch for their, they're going to have a counter move. They're going to have a counter move going into October just before the election. We'll see what happens. But, uh, something tells me that, um, I hope we're all ready. We'll see. All right. So from this, uh, this one is the biggest thing from yesterday's dig, uh, that I was reflecting on last night, about 17 hours ago. Um, uh, yes, indeed. Kudos to uh, Ilda the Hun for helping out. I appreciate that for sure. Bitch Toria, thanks for the for the shades. I appreciate that very much. All right, uh, can't get this out of my head. Aussie election a disaster because it's ran from Wuhan, and this is one of the things that um, you know has really been just wrapping around in my head um, because. <sighs> I just, I don't know what to make of this. I really don't. Is, is there a reason why um, this virus in Wuhan was locked down around this time during the Aussie election? Um, it says this, from August of 2019, the ECQ director, and that's like elections coordinator in in, uh, um, in, in Australia, Change and Wellbeing also attended EGP board meetings to provide assurance to the EGP board that robust business readiness and contingency planning were being developed and could be implemented if required. The delivery of the project was further impacted in the final development and bug fixing stages during the January and February 2020, as most of the coding resources were based in Wuhan, China, and were negatively impacted by the COVID-19 lockdown. If you were, if you missed that, listen to this very carefully. Contingency planning was being developed for the election software 
that was being used in Australia and around the world. The delivery of the project, however, was impacted by in the final development and bug fixing stages during January and February of 2020, as most of the coding resources were based in Wuhan, China, and were negatively impacted by the COVID-19 lockdown. Despite all of these issues and complexities, the MVP capability for the local elections was delivered for final acceptance for testing by March of 2020. This success resulted from strong ECQ leadership, executive leadership, dedicated hard work from the project team, the supplier, ECQ staff, extensive governance oversight, considerable backup planning for every aspect of the system. Huh. During the final acceptance, stress and penetration testing undertaken by ECQ on the weekend of 21 March 2020, it became apparent that the results website functionality delivered by the supplier had unacceptable issues in security and load capacity the ECQ chose to implement the alternative backup solution designed and built as a contingency mechanism. This contingency website was successfully hardened and security tested by 26 March of of that year of 2020. The new electoral management solution and the ECQ website performed well during the pre-polling. The contingency results website went live as planned on election day. During the evening of Saturday, 28 March, the overall process of posting results to the website was delayed by data quality issues related to the collection and manual data entry by returning officers. Meaning... (laughs) The election didn't turn out the way they wanted it to turn out in Australia either, and they had to spend time making sure to rig it. So there you go. And there goes somebody else being ignorant about what the vice president's role is with regards to elections. But I'm not I'm not I'm done arguing with people about the vice president's role in elections. Stop freaking if you're if you want Kamala Harris to overturn an election, then you're the same dumbass that wants uh, Mike Pence to do it. DHS, you say, why was Seth Rich killed? Can anybody answer me a question? Why was Seth Rich killed? Exactly what information did he come on that was so damning that they had to make sure that he paid for it? What's up, Space Cookie? They are making moves to keep their players in, in line. Yeah, they're trying. DNC servers, truth is the light. <clears throat> I, let's see. Who else? Anybody else got any, any responses out there? Why was Seth Rich killed? Come on, and Joe's word salad speeches. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, nobody else. No other answers. Trying to give you guys a sec because of the delay. Uh, because he knew about the Wiener laptop. That's a pretty probably good one for sharing the truth. Sethridge was killed because um, he whistle blew basically. <clears throat> I think, um, I don't know what all he took, but I, there's a, you guys know about the Department of Homeland Security, do you not? Do you guys know that it is just basically a weaponized arm of Barack Obama's? It's basically his little army. 
that's basically what the DHS was designed to be. It was designed to be his inside government um, authority to, to do whatever the hell he wants. Seth Bush was killed because they thought they could stop the leak. He had and knew too much due to something he found or saw on the DNC servers. I think that is the best answer, Catgirl, because we don't really know, right? We don't really know why he was killed. But if you guys know about the Department of Homeland Security, they are literally um, Barack Obama's Gestapo. So when I saw this, that is when it's just like a light bulb came off of my head last night because this says vote him to be the founding member in the department of Homeland security council on elections. Vote is proud to announce his participation in the department of Homeland security's sector coordinating council SSC for the election infrastructure subsector. Huh? Huh? The council, which is a cooperative effort between the DHS, the Election Assistance Commission, the National Association of Secretaries of State. Oh, you got to have the bought and paid for the National Association. Hold on a freaking second here. This I got to see. Who are Who is the... Who is, who is in the... National Association of Secretaries of State, NAS.org. I had to type all that in to get NAS. <laughs> uh, upcoming NAS events, Secretaries of State and Lieutenant Governor's roster. Yes, let's, let's see. What do we have here? How many of these do you think, if we cross-reference these to the CCP members in America, how many of these do you think would be on that list? Alaska's lieutenant governor is the CEO of NASS. I wonder how y'all got ranked choice voting out there. And my worst Southern accent. I wonder how y'all got ranked choice voting in the foundation of the, of the destru destruction of democracy in a constitutional republic. Alabama's John Merrill, he's the CEO. American Samoa. That's nice. That's real nice. Arizona. Katie Hobbs is on there. What do you know? Huh? Gee. Does, I wonder if Kate, Katie Hobbs has like a, a, a hammer and sickle or something on her tattooed on her ass or something. Arkansas is John Thurston. There's another trader for you. Big figures. You think anyone's surprised that Arkansas's uh, secretary of state elected? You see how they say elected? It should say selected. Selected to be the greatest member of da, 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 da. California, Shirley Weber, <laughs> Sacramento. Yikes. Talk about like a, a prime MK ultra, uh, indoctrinated, useful idiot. There's a, there's the, that should be the poster girl for one right there. Look at this. Look at this freaking idiot between, between this one and this one, that should be the, the poster girl for freaking useful idiot. Holy shit. Colorado CEO Jenna Griswold. Go figure. Connecticut's Mark Culler. Georgia's Brad Raffsenberger. What do you know? Huh. Florida's a Secretary of State appointed Corey Byrd. 
Corey Bird is Corey Bird still uh still a, he was appointed by Ron DeSantis. Well, now that's interesting. Well, now that's interesting. District of Columbia, Kimberly Bassett. Uh, that is, wow, what a surprise there. Delaware's Jeffrey Bullock also appointed. <laughs> appointed, appointed, appointed. You got to love that. Illinois' Jesse White. Anyone surprised to know that Jesse White's part of the Communist Party of America? Lawrence Denny, theoretically anyway. Hawaii, Guam, Idaho. Lawrence Denny, Josh Green, Joshua Tenoro. What else we got here? Anyone surprised? Indiana's on the list. Holly Sullivan. Uh, Iowa's Paul Pate. Can- <laughs> Is that why Iowa can't count? They're using Chinese counting methods in Iowa because of the Secretary of State happened to be elected. Kansas CEO, uh, Scott, Kansas CEO, Scott Schwab, elected, selected. Kentucky. Oh, I'm, I'm, you know, a lot of these are overlapping with the, um, with the different uh, contracts that were out there. That, isn't that interesting with Connick? A lot of these are in the same places. Massachusetts, William Galvin, Maryland's uh, John Wobensmith, Maine's Sheena Bellows, Louisiana's Kyle Arden, and it goes on and on and on. Michigan's Jocelyn Benson. Well, what do you know? You poor, useful idiot, you. There's a no- <laughs> Look at this guy. <laughs> Steve Simon, another example that should be a poster board for useful idiot. <laughs> Secretary of State of Minnesota, Mississippi, Michael Watson's, Missouri's Jay Ashcroft. Well, what do we have here? We have an Ashcroft sighting. <laughs> uh, how deep's the Ashcroft family in uh, in Communist Party? That's what I'd like to know. John Ashcroft, uh, is he is he a, one of the founding members of the Communist Party of America or something? Because that guy goes way deep. Just asking some questions here. Montana Christie's Jacobson, Nebraska's uh, Robert Envin, Nev- uh, Nevada's Barbara Kazavigsky, Maryland's David Schland, North Carolina's Elaine Marshall, New York's <clears throat> Robert Rodriguez. <clears throat> New Mexico, Maggie Tohos Oliver. Does that surprise anybody? New Jersey's Taisha Ray, Secretary of State appointed. <clears throat> North Dakota's Alvin Al Jager, Secretary of State appointed, elected, excuse me, in North Dakota. Ohio's Frank LaRose, Brian Bingman, uh, Brian Bingman of Oklahoma, Oregon's Secretary of State, Shima Fagan, South Carolina's Mark Hammond. So it's basically they got one for every state and province is what it comes down to. Omar Merrill of Puerto Rico, Pennsylvania's Leah Chapman, huh. Utah, Texas, John Scott, Tennessee, Trey, Trey Hargard, North Dakota's Steve Barnett. So what is it you, to become a part of this? Do you have to do you have to unknowingly become part of the CCP or something? Wisconsin's Douglas Follett. Well, surprise. Asterisk. Why do we get an asterisk? Why do you deserve an asterisk, there, Douglas Follett? Who would vote for a Follett anyway? 
The SCC will be compromised of private sector companies, including Votum, that have an interest in making American elections more secure and threat-resistant, meaning making sure that there's no, no semblance of democracy in America anymore. Votum's joined in the council by 23 other companies, ranging from election providers to major publications. They have a stake in the success and the betterment of domestic elections. Betterment of domestic elections. Code for, <laughs> we got to make sure we rig these things. Votum's membership on the SEC will offer the company a unique opportunity to weigh in on the most prescient security issues facing U.S. election infrastructure, including questions of how to prevent meddling in upcoming 2018 midterms. Well, 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 why would they be worried about meddling? Meddling by who? Are they, are they freaking out and upset that they're no longer able to manipulate elections anymore? To the point that they were baited into rigging a presidential election? Was it at all a trap is my question. <clears throat> I think we may find that answer out one way or another in the near future, probably in November or sooner. We're, wouldn't be complete without DOD involvement. Think about this. In order to have the scenarios for devolution, and I'm not saying that devolution is real. I'm saying in order to have the failed government scenarios that you would need to kick off continuity of government and then make continuity of government decide that we have to devolve the government, you would need the military, the, the law enforcement, the judicial system, all three branches of the government, including the Department of Defense, would have to be compromised in order for the devolution scenario to happen. So I was looking for what are the, what are the different agencies that were corrupted. If the Department of Homeland Security is corrupted, if the secretaries of state are corrupted, if state's attorneys are corrupted, if governors are corrupted, if heads of major corporations are corrupted, and then you break down to the inside the government you have the legal scenario for a continuity of government devolution style setup. I'm not saying that that is what has happened. I think that it is a version of a shadow continuity of government. I don't know. I don't, nobody knows. We're just trying to all figure this out together. But it's looking more and more like to me that because of DOD involvement in the elections, that that is extremely possible. This is a DOD contract, I believe. From Janet Carlson, from the Business Transformation Agency. The Business Transformation Agency, huh? huh. Business, exactly, right? I mean, for sure. <laughs> uh, the Business Business Transformation Agency, DFAS in INVP DOD initiative in Indianapolis, Indiana, the business transformation agency, LinkedIn, uh, comptroller defense.gov. What is this? Fiscal year 2011 budget estimates, business transformation agency from February of 2010. This is, um, operations and maintenance of defense wide fiscal year 2011 budget estimate submission. Business Transformation Agency Operation and Maintenance Defense-Wide Fiscal Year 2011 Budget. Stand by. I can't even. 
Um, operation and maintenance, defense wide agency, and thousands of dollars. 2970000 plus, minus, plus, 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 minus, plus. Fiscal year 11, 143000 estimate. Description of operations finance. The BTA leads and coordinates business transformation efforts across the Department of Defense. The BTA also directs, supports the mission of the warfighter through the task force to improve business and stability operations in Iraq, support for which is funded through the Army. The task force is reviewing and assessing the DOD business enterprise processes and associated systems in Iraq affecting contracting, logistics, funds, distribution. (laughs) Boy, I would love to hear some stories of some Iraqi whistleblowers about funds distribution in Iraq and, and, uh, the whole Middle East for that matter. Um, I know there's some stories out there on that front. I guess we're going to probably have to wait a few years for those to come out, but Holy crap. Um, so yeah, I, you know, that's, that's, uh, an interesting thing for sure. Let's see if I can find anything else here. Um, Newly established government agency is ho- is helping the, de- the Department of Defense develop. What's this one here? Um, transform the way it does business. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What does that mean? So, <laughs> what, the latest effort was launched at the beginning of the George W. Bush administration immediately prior to the 2011, the September 11, 2001 Inside attack. Wow. Go freaking figure, Bush. Brinkley notes that on September 10th, 2001, Defense Secretary of Defense Donald Rumsfeld gave a speech outlining the need to streamline the department's business practices so that they were more flexible to accommodate the military's advanced war fighting capabilities and to take advantage of the best practices in U.S. private industry. Sounds like a public-private partnership to me. Maybe even I didn't even realize how bad it is. Janet Carlson sends this contract from Conic. The offer, the tender is to Conic uh, from Okemos, Michigan, and the total award uh, of contract three thirty twenty ten, and it has a separate PO reference number, which I will pretty much guarantee you that uh, somebody's got that. Um. I'll see if I can keep an eye on HQ0566, Q018. Okay, I'll see if I can look for our numbers that, that's similar to that uh, when we do a dig here. So there's that. Um, the um, great chat over there on truth is, uh, is helping me do the dig. Here's the full document here. Uh, let's see if we could find anything more than just what we saw on the one page. Um so let's see. Taconic Incorporated in Okemos, Michigan. Complete services solution for web-based wizard capability accessed by users through the URL, meeting state-specified requirements capable of delivering an online making of the precinct specific absentee ballot, including federal, state, and local elections, available online through the wizard at least 45 days prior to the November 10th general election. The vendor will provide hosting and help desk support, help desk support for the system through January 31st, 2011. The idea was just to make it easy 
for veterans who were deployed overseas to vote. Isn't that nice? Isn't, doesn't that seem like a like a good cause? What you don't like? You don't want your veterans to vote? You don't want veterans to vote, huh? You're you just trying to suppress the vote, jerk. Individual BPA call orders will, will specify state-specific requirements will be issued separately among VAP BPA holders, the lowest price technically acceptable basis, blah, 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 blah. Clauses incorporated by reference. 52.203-3 gratuities in April of 1984. 52.203-5 Covenant against contingent fees, April of 1984. Part of the Electronic Federal Code of Regulations, EFCR. Solicitation provisions and contract clauses. Part of the scope, this is gives provisions. Uh, instructions using provisions and clauses, definition, modification, far positions and causes. I'm just scanning. Sorry. Um, Title 48 Code of Federal Election Regulation. This is an agency acquisition regulation that is published in the Federal Registrar and is codified in Title 48 Code of Federal Regulations. 48 CFR. Um... Federal acquisition. So it looks like uh, guidelines for contracts with the government, basically, is kind of what I can kind of tell what that is. But this, but it's, you know, it, it, it references Conic in April of 1984. How, how uh, apropos is that? That was my comment on truth last night anyway. So then you see it goes all the way through January 1991. Um, and then through March of 2008, electronic submission of payment requests and receiving reports central contractor registration, government personnel work products. So, you know, th- this is how long that they have been trying to subvert democracy in America. And, um, you know, it, it should be clear for everybody to see for sure. Blanket purchase agreements. This will be a blanket purchase agreement so that the contractor shall furnish services, solution described in the BPA, so forth, in the individual BPA call orders if requested by the contract officer. The total amount of orders placed shall not exceed $5.4 million dollars times you know that's six percent cut so how much you think that is the six percent ccp cut that's hidden in pay and pay or pay uh as we covered yesterday uh purchase orders the government anticipates issuing firm fixed price call orders against this bpa individual callers would be completed on uh, all bpa holders and da 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 Purchase limitation, the limitation of each purchase under this is $250,000, so forth and so on. But point of this all being, contractor code of ethics, I don't know, there's all kinds of stuff in here that's equal opportunity for special developed veterans, equal opportunity, yeah, equal opportunity, huh? I love how they do that, affirmative action, equal opportunity. Sure, sure, sure. Equal opportunity for who? That's what I'd like to see. So, all right, so there's that. Um, what else is here? Me, um, hey, 
Hey, backspace work. That's pretty cool. Okay, um, next. Votum has quickly become a leader in online voting market. I, I was, I'm pretty sure CBS, ABC, NBC, CB, uh, Fox News, um, every three-letter <laughs> news agency out there and four-letter uh, news channel, including PBS, local, they all told me there was no such thing as online voting. Well, then what's this? Votum announced the acquisition of the mobile voting business from Michigan-based Conic. This business unit and related uh, product line called AB Vote brings Votum a set of leading voting system products and use many progressive jurisdictions, including the state of Montana. Not anymore, Liz. <laughs> Go fuck yourself, Liz. Your little defense contract I thought you thought was going to get you elected. Goodbye. Don't let the door hit in your ass. Straight to hell for you. Hey, can I ask Elon a question? Can we turn Mars into a prison? Please? Where we'll just keep these demons on Mars for the rest of their lives? Who unleashed these demons in the first place? Eugene Yu, CEO of Conic, remarked, Votum has quickly become a leader in the online voting mark with, market with a number of exciting accomplishments, including the rigging of elections worldwide to install communism. Nice work, Eugene Yu. You're a great member of the CCP. They didn't use COVID-19 relief funds to pay China to get rid of Trump, did they? Because that would be extremely criminal to use COVID-19 relief funds to rig an election and to uh, give kickbacks to China, right? That would be, that'd be another example of extreme treason. Would it not? I'm just asking questions because I remember President Trump warning him and saying, uh, y'all be careful out there. We're watching COVID-19 funds. All right. So y'all, y'all out there in his so many words, y'all be careful over there, huh? Don't be no don't nobody take advantage of this COVID-19 funds. And I keep showing over pretty much every day somebody gets busted for for rigging the the COVID-19 scam. When's that coming for the rest of these people? Let's say once uh some of these other criminal cases get cleared. Public Health and Safety uh, uh Standing Committee, the following items are to be referred to the Public Health and Safety Standing Committee. Yeah. The Michigan State Police has awarded the city of De, uh, the city of Detroit Police Department with fiscal year 2021 auto theft auto theft prevention authority, Oakland County grant for a total of sixty six thousand one hundred twenty four dollars. State shares. Uh, wait a minute. See these numbers seem like seem like they're not going for for auto theft prevention, huh? The request to accept a, a, an appropriate fiscal year 2021 immunization grant. Hmm. An immunization grant for $435,558. Huh. An, an immunization grant. That, that's what that was. That's what that was. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. Uh, can, I, can I see the POs for those, please? The Department of Public Works in uh, partnership with General Services Department is hereby requesting authorization from the Detroit City Council to submit a grant application. Michigan Department of Transportation. Ah, yes. $1.5 million. Yeah. wonder what this stuff's for. Voting actually matters. Why would this stuff... Why would 
public health and safety standing committee. Uh, well, see, because COVID, you, we, we have to find different ways to accommodate people who want to vote. So we, you know, we'll just use uh, you know China's voting system for the election. Got it. If I was active duty, I would request a history of my voting record and I would file affidavits and try to create a a uh, class action lawsuit against the government because your equal opportunity civil rights have been violated. Probably every veteran out there, every active duty out there, your civil rights have been violated by the U.S. government because there's no way that since this system has been put in place and online voting has been, um, I never even knew there was such a thing as online voting for military. We had, we all had to do absentee ballot, which means the absentee was just rigged then too. What's funny about this is that um, they're identifying the, uh, the issues in the election that stop them from rigging it. <laughs> there's not, there's literally not a, there's, there's a, a summary of how, what the problems are with rigging the election. But the but the interesting part of this is the the data collection that they have on this. Military voter registration is not the problem. Seventy one percent equals general electorate. Seventy seven percent are military voters. Voter petition racing rates not the problem. Sixty four percent are general electorate. Fifty three percent are military voters, and seventy one percent are adjusted military voters. Overwhelming voting failure in a ballot delivery and return times. Absentee ballot return rates. Well, these military voter absentee return rates and these. U-O-C-A-V-A voter return rates just don't seem to be up to par. Huh. That's a quite some impressive numbers for a 2008 election when the ballot return failure was 77%. You tell me how Barack Obama got elected, selected by the Communist Party. Impressive, impressive data collection. We talked uh, in the pit about um, GIS maps and how China Communist Party was using demographic maps to target specific areas around the country that they could have, you know, a lot of knowledge on them. Look at this data collection from 2008. Military voter demographics, national voter demographics, ages, percent of the total population, 45 and up, uh, military voters, cover personnel, all fine armed services, NOAA, Merchant Marines, hmm, 1.35 million active component, plus 100,000 RC on active duty. Location, 75% members uh, domestic, 170,000 in Iraq and Afghanistan. Military dependents, 1.1 million. Spouses, 700,000. 400,000 voting age dependents. Why would they need to know all of this stuff? What do you, why would they need this data? They wouldn't need this data so they could better target specific voters, would they? Military, spouse, different residency rules prevent spouses from voting as as uh, you uh, uh, deployed voters or whatever, not, you know, not not domestic voters. Huh. Isn't that interesting? 
specifications of state election requirements is one of the issues that they identify as a problem. Requires extensive voter education and all of this stuff. Get the ballots to and from quick voters quicker. Online ballot download, express mail return of ballots. And making sure that the specifications are to state election requirements. That is how an initial example of trying to destroy the Electoral College and making sure that states can be manipulated just like they did in the 2020 election to make sure that they can manipulate them at the state level. I'd like to actually have my voice heard. That's what we the people would like. What would you like to do? Tailored choices just for you. Register to vote. Get my ballot now. Track my ballot. Huh. I would uh, definitely do a dig on that. I finished it up last night with this. This is, the, again, the letter that was uh, that was returned to uh, Catherine from uh, Eugene Yu. Recently, you and your staffs in the Truce the Vote have sent a FOIA letter to Connex customers asking for all information related to Connex business. As one of the vendors in the election logistic management business, we understand the importance of securing our customers' data, systems, and any other services, like your life. Direct threat from Eugene Yu to back off, and Catherine said, I don't for- say what? So there you go. There is that. Um, that was the initial. Let me say hello to you guys out there today, and then we'll get to some more. Um, I'll just do a quick on on, it, on the other stuff that I got out there, and we'll uh, we'll see what else is there. Um, and make sure I get that to you guys today from uh, from what I did last night. In case you missed that, uh, thanks for being here, everyone over there on the uh, Rumble side of the house. I appreciate you all out there. I hope all is well, and uh, thanks for being here today, guys. Twitch crowd, Twitch crowd is working their way in here today as always. I appreciate you, helpless, helpless dolphin, and again, thank you, JC Bird, for all your love, support, and prayers. Uh, Jane, Susan Groves, and many others out there lurking and listening. Swim Chick and uh, Kawasaki Kid freestylers out there lurking as well. Thanks for being here today, guys. Everyone over there on the Foxhole.app, Rasta. I would hate to see what they would have done to Ron Paul if he got in in 2008. Yeah, that's a great point, dude. Um, that is a really, really is a great point. So I'd like to uh, – cat got a fish. <laughs> Indeed, they did. Every voter out there should check their voter records. That's that's a very good point. Indeed, we should all be checking our voter records. All right. Um, I have a shit ton of links that I need to get up, pull up here uh, for stuff that I want to make sure I get through the second half because there's a lot of interesting stuff out there today. Um, I, I'll scan real quick uh, to see if there's anything in there, but I got a couple of articles that you need to see. Um, and some more discussion that I need to get to. And since I'm already flying by an hour here, I'm going to be have to move it quick here today, as always. Uh, stand by one. Um, while I'm while I'm let me set this stuff up real quick. While I'm getting this prepped, uh, remember this. No, not that. This. Thank you. Remember this. Nice to see you. Uh, It's great to be here with you all. I was watching uh, basketball on my phone on the way in. Auburn 91, LSU 90. Uh, And uh, that's a final in overtime. Yes, exactly. 
I was reminded, you said I'm the 70th Secretary of State. It always reminds me President Trump is the 45th President of the United States, so there is a lot more turnover in my gig than there is in his. So, uh, so it's good to be with you today. Uh, I do want to thank Governor Hogan and the Vice Chair, Governor Cuomo, and everyone else here at NGA for hosting me here today. Uh, it's a hard act to follow, following the President's State of the Union address the other night. I have no medals of freedom to distribute here today, nor am I passing out copies, so you can't tear them up when I'm done. <laughs> I've, uh, I've gotten to know some of you as I've traveled throughout the states. I've, I've probably traveled inside the country more than uh, many secretaries of state, uh, something they usually uh, don't do as much. I think it's important that the American people understand what our diplomats are doing around the world and why we're doing it. So I just wanted to mention that if you see me in your state, I'm not lost. I know your state has not seceded from the union. I know, I know where I am. Uh, although I know there's some folks in California who are clamoring for Cal exit. Uh, so President Newsom, I look forward to working with Secretary of State Feinstein <laughs> when that comes to be. I, I can get away with California jokes. I grew up in Southern California. My dad still lives in the same house I grew up in in Orange County. Uh, it's a, a wonderful place. Uh, last year, Last year, I received an invitation to an event that promised to be, quote, an occasion for exclusive deal-making. It said, quote, the opportunities for mutually beneficial economic development between China and our individual states are tremendous, end of quote. Uh, deal-making sounds like it might have come from President Trump, but the invitation was actually from a former governor. I was being invited to the U.S.-China Governors Collaboration Summit. It was an event co-hosted by the National Governors Association and something called the Chinese People's Association for Friendship and Foreign Countries. Sounds pretty harmless. What the invitation did not say is that the group, the group I just mentioned, is the public face of the Chinese Communist Party's official foreign influence agency, the United Front Work Department. Now, I was lucky. Uh, I was familiar with that organization from my time as the director of the Central Intelligence Agency. But it got me thinking, how many of you made the link between that group and Chinese Communist Party officials? What if you made a new friend while you were at that event? What if your new friend asked you for introductions to other politi politically connected and powerful people? What if your new friend offered to invest big money in your state, perhaps in your pension, in industries sensitive to our national security. These aren't hypotheticals. These scenarios are all too true, and they impact American foreign policy significantly. Indeed, last year, a Chinese government-backed think tank in Beijing produced a report that assessed all 50 of America's governors on their attitudes towards China. They labeled each of you friendly, hardline, or ambiguous. I'll let you decide where you think you belong. Someone in China already has. Many of you, indeed, in that report are referenced by name. So here's the lesson. The lesson is that competition with China is not just a federal issue. It's why I wanted to be here today, Go Governor Hogan. It's happening in your states with consequences for our foreign policy, for the citizens that reside in your state and st states, and indeed for each of you. And in fact, whether you're viewed by the CCP as friendly or hardline, know that it's working you. Know that it's working the team around you. 
Competition with China is happening inside of your state, and it affects our capacity to perform America's vital national security functions. I, I want to set the context today for this topic. At the end of the Cold War, uh, America started to engage with China heavily. It made good sense. Mike goes on to discuss those that are compromised. And uh, he goes on to, to discuss um, um, how China, basically what they did was is they put um, social credit scores on all of our politicians <laughs> to see which ones were CCP friendly or not. And if they were able to be manipulated to make them become a CCP member. It's been going on for a long time, as Mike was talking about right there. What do we have here? Hold on, let me save this. Okay, what is this? Workelections.org, power to the polls, renegade election, allontheline.org, redistrictingaction.org, George Soros, Eric Holder, Perkins Coy email on statement of organization. Huh, well, that is very interesting. Reverse that and go to fairelectionscenter.org. We have, we'll start, let's start at the bottom here. And we'll work our way up to the top. What do we got? Yeah. <laughs> Rebecca Green, professor of practice of law at William & Mary. Of course. She co-directs the election law program, the joint project of law school and national center for state courts. Isn't that great? You got to have, make sure you have the lawfare going. Clarissa Martinez de Castro, Deputy Vice President of Unidos, U.S., formerly National Council of La Raza. Well, well, well. We have a La Raza sighting. Now that is very interesting. Clarissa Martinez de Castro. Formerly the National Council of La Raza. Now she's the Deputy Vice President at Unidos U.S. Unidos U.S. is the new La Raza. Clarissa leads efforts to advance fair and effective immigration policies to expand Latino civic engagement by helping immigrants become citizens. Citizens become voters and the community overall become an active participant in policy debates by bringing, by fleeing their failed communist countries and bringing it here. Boy, is that genius. An initiative built on a positive, accurate narrative of cha changing America in order to foster collaborative action. Collaborative action. Yes, yes, yes. The foundations of Marx's ideas. Gail L. Siegel, 
recently retired policy director for Cook County, Illinois Circuit Clerk's Office, the third largest election jurisdiction in the United States, where she initiated modernization of the voter communications and outreach infrastructure, including online voter registration, election day registration, and automatic voter registration. Yes, we got to have the automatic voter registration. Get an ID, especially if you're an immigrant, get, get a chance to vote too. Lynette Quintero, current chair of Fair Elections Center Campus Vote Projects National Security Advisory Board. Before that, she was a democracy fellow for CVP and Pierce College. Lynette is a senior at UC Berkeley, majoring in political science, where she is a research assistant on election law and senior class council board member, chair of events. Of course she is. She's also the communications department lead for ESL student program. Oh, yes, that's great. That's just great. Shouldn't she just a great person? Maya Patel, master in public policy candidate at Harvard Kennedy School of Government and a graduate of the University of Texas at Austin. Of course, Austin. Why else wouldn't it be Austin? One of the first places that China infiltrated where she studied chemistry and received a certificate in public policy. Maya primarily works on youth and student voting rights and environmental policy. She has held roles in Texas State Coordinator of the Campus Vote Project, Environmental Engagement Coordinator for Texas State Representatives Gina Hinojosa, and as an MVP, Leader for Change. Yay. Make it sound so wonderful, don't they? The spin doctoring of words is impressive. Joy Chaney, Executive Director for Washington Bureau of SVP for Policy and Advocacy at the National Urban League. She is the founder of Joy Strategies, which develops strategies for organizations and companies seeking to achieve justice, including opportunity and inclusion for America. She's the former Chief of Staff of U.S. Senator Kirsten Gillibrand. (laughs) She's also the U.S. Equal Opportunity Commission during the Obama-Biden administration. Toby Chowdhury, treasurer, former vice president of strategic communications and national partnerships of, of the PBS. <laughs> he directed communications for several White House race initiatives and democracy and governance projects from the United States State Department. Cameron Berkeley, vice president of Group Health Foundation, formerly managing director for Planned Parenthood Action Fund. Got to have Planned Parenthood in there. Director of Department of Civil and Human Rights of the AFL-CIO and a former field director for the NAACP, a good little useful idiot. The higher up the chain, the bigger useful idiots you get. That's kind of how that works. (laughs) We have, um, all right, so we got those two. Then we go up to Greg Moore and Lativa McMath-Turner. These poor things. Gregory T. Moore is a leading voting rights advocate for leader. And I mean, when you have uncle Tom's right underneath a white guy, what does that tell you? (laughs) He served as the executive director for the NAACP national voter fund chief of staff for Don John Conyers. Of course he is got to get their people all put into place based in Washington, DC and Cleveland, Ohio. Then of course we have Lativa McMath Turner, the vice chair She's the Director of Government and External Relations at Stella and Charles Gutman Community College in New York. 
and a board member of the Democracy Commitment. <laughs> you know what that means. A national initiative aimed at engaging community college students in a civic learning and democratic practice. So your idea was vote in the park, wasn't it? Yay! I got an idea. We'll have, we'll, we'll play a bunch of music that dumb fuck liberals like and we'll say, hey, you want to vote? Then, of course, we have the uh, the white guy with his two little useful idiots underneath him. Here, we want what we want to do is we want to help black people vote. You see? Okay, I I, I go I go do vote in the park. Yeah. President and CEO Robert M. Brandon co-founded in 2006 the Fair Elections Legal Network. Now the Fair Election Center, Mr. Brandon, a public interest attorney, has more than 35 years of nonprofit public policy, legislative and media, and campaign experience at the federal, state, and local levels. FairElectionsCenter.org, which is a part of WorkElections.org, which is connected to Power to the Polls, which is connected to Renegade Election, all on the line Eric Holder, George Soros, redistricting action, and Perkins Coy email on statement of organization. That is it all linked together. There was a lot of great digs going on with the Anons out there. On this angle, while I was just kind of presenting you guys with the receipts yesterday, these guys were out there doing some great work, finding some really good stuff out there. So there is that. I will uh, retruth that right now if you want to see that uh, and get that out there far and wide, guys, because that's a pretty, pretty important one there for sure. As soon as I can figure out where the hell it is. Good stuff for sure. Let's see. OSI. Learn OSIT. What is about to unfold will become the culture of intelligence. The Cyber Institute. OSINT challenge. Enroll for free. Course curriculum. Instructions, briefings, questions about the instructor. Yeah, I love it. Has the black hat on there. So that, that'll just, that'll really screw with people. <laughs> Open source intelligence through investigation from A to Z to build up big picture of the world of cybercrime and threats. This is the best real life scenario I've come across thus far. I have only reached the fourth question because the other questions are so challenging. Are you ready to tackle the challenge? More OSINT cyber investigation, OPSEC and security and privacy courses coming through, coming soon. So for those of you that have any clue how to, how to do internet stuff, that's for you. <laughs> All right. Jeez, I had a, if if you can't take something I say and go do your own dig on it, then you're fucking lazy. Yeah, pretty much. Okay, where am I here? I got, now I got tabs freaking everywhere. I got a half hour left and 30 tabs open like always. This ought to be good. Trump voter excited to see whether he'll go get raided by the FBI or gunned down by the IRS. Let's roll, baby. Another day in the life of us. Denver, Colorado, a local man, Walter Bishop, is reportedly excited to find out whether he'll soon be raided by the FBI or gunned down by the IRS. 
The longtime conservative is reportedly ecstatic to show people how right he was about the slippery slope he's been warning everyone about. This is terrific. He's told he's told next door neighbor Phil Astrostop, I wonder which it'll be a raid on the epic, sh- a raid or an epic showdown with IRS agents. Phil, the moderate Democrat, disapproved of Bishop's oddly gleeful attitude. Nothing's going to happen, man. It's not like you're breaking the law. You don't do anything wrong and the government won't bother you. Bishop laughed. That's what you think. I voted for Trump. I guarantee they're coming for me. You'll see I'm right. Friends and family members of Walter Bishop are concerned that he's optimistic and anticipation of a pessimistic event may be a mental disorder. <laughs> We're really worried about him, said Bishop's wife. He also, he's kind of scaring me. I don't want to be raided by the FBI. They'll see my unmentionables. At publishing time, the home of Phil Anthros Astro Tutop <laughs> was raided by the a team of federal agents working in conjunction with the IRS. But because Astro Top is a known Democrat, Walter Bishop uh, was unable to gloat that he's been right all along. <laughs> Uh, Babylon B <laughs> freaking all over it right there. <laughs> That's no other way to say that. All right. Uh, what do I have? How about I just go through them? Keeping our children safe, Pennsylvania. Actually, I have this. I need to go straight to here. The reason why that's out today is because, well, this. Breaking news, a source within the Department of Homeland Security has leaked to us an intelligence bulletin marked for official use only unclassified in light of the FBI raid on President Trump. This document dated August 12th refers to a heightened threat from what the Department of Homeland Security calls DVEs or domestic violent extremists, quote, motivated by a range of ideologies who have grievances against a variety of targets, including law enforcement. Domestic violent extremists are referred to in one of these paragraphs as, quote, many of these threats include references to the perception that the 2020 presidential election was fraudulent and other claims of government overreach. The 2022 midterms in this document are also highlighted as a potential, quote, flashpoint for this violent extremism. We would not have this document, but not for the brave source inside Department of Homeland Security, a news source that reached out to us on our tip line, Veritas Tips at ProtonMail.com and also our signal cell phone. We're getting a lot of sources within the federal government coming to Project Veritas because they certainly can't go to places like the Washington Post or the New York Times who quote these people on background and show you no documents at all. Now, the Department of Homeland Security has declined to confirm the existence of this document, but you can see it with your own eyes and ears, which is certainly not something the mainstream media wants you to necessarily see, but you can see it here and you can see it on our website. As you may recall, two weeks ago, a source in the FBI, a different source, sent us a series of documents revealing that the agency was categorizing patriotic symbols that are very common as indicators of, quote, militia violent extremism. And as Ted Cruz pointed out in the hearing, cross-examining Christopher Wray, the Gadsden flag, this bow tie, if I were to wear it, the FBI would consider it an indication 
of militia violent extremism. And as Senator Cruz so eloquently articulated, Christopher Ray, what are you doing? Well, we'll see. We'll see. I think he's uh, doing his best to... Um, I, there's a possibility that Ray's doing his best to, to find the last vestiges of uh, scum. Uh, the last vestiges of scum, so to speak, in the FBI. I don't know, dude. Who knows, dude? Think you think uh, they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna talk about that at all? Who knows? Where? All right, here it is. Hello. Administration note, law enforcement response. All right, so I think this is the, let me go to the first. Breaking news, a sword. Got it. Uh, <laughs> violent threats against. Breaking. You rat bastard. Violent threats against federal law enforcement and courts. And government personnel and facilities following court-authorized search. Court-authorized search, my ass. Government personnel or facilities, this bulletin is being shared in light of increase in threats and acts of violence. Coordinated with the National Counterism Center. Increase in observed violence. Oh, yeah? Where? Is this like the FBI bulletin from freaking Phoenix? Observed violence, my fucking ass. Except for the except for the Antifa observed violence. Didn't that, nobody say anything about that? The FBI and DHS are aware of an increase in recent threats and calls for violence against federal law enforcement by government agents <laughs> planting seeds. But hey, don't don't no no no. U.S. government and judicial personnel in reaction to the FBI's execution of a search warrant and. Palm Beach, Florida on August 8th, 2022. What a fucking joke. <laughs> See all those Trump supporters go out there and peacefully assemble and peacefully leave. Man, these people are such violence. There's, you know why they're violent? Cause they don't agree with me and ideas are violence. Okay. You just don't get it. Usual change in the initiation of the physical or weapons training. So suspected criminal purposes. <laughs> Wouldn't be self-defense purposes. No, no, no. Wouldn't want to be able to blow someone's fucking head off if they're trying to kill me. Nope, not that. I wouldn't want to be able to make sure I have good aim if somebody's trying to kill me. I'd want to be at least, I would not want to know how to operate a weapon. I wouldn't want to know how to shoot. I wouldn't want to. I, would, I wouldn't want to be able to Fuck yourself. Producing, promoting, or extensively consuming violent extremist content online or in person, including words, videos, narratives, messaging for suspected criminal purposes. You fucking idiots, dude. Go fuck yourself. 
Administrative note, law enforcement response could adversely affect or jeopardize investigative activities. If this, this material got released, what kind of investigative activities? Who? What are you, I'm starting to... what are you, what are you talking about there? Huh? Fucking people, dude. It's going to be a fun run going into the end of the year here. We'll see what happens. <laughs> you guys just don't get it. Like, I was told that words are violence. You just don't get it. You're just so stupid, dummy head. Why don't you just do what I tell you to do and just believe what I tell you to believe? Got it? Betrayal by our leaders. CCP invited them in through our back door and we let them in. November 8th, 2020 from the Wayback Machine. Tony Ryan wrote for Gumshoe News some time ago who actually controls Australia with a focus on military might. You out there, mate? That needs to be spread far and wide if you're out there in Australia. Oh, dear. He has a worldwide audience. We have to stop this guy. He's spreading too much truth. Can't have that. Words are violence. I asked this question again on the back of a recent Queensland elections and reflecting on the possibility that Victoria's Premier Andrews, among others, has been complicit in allowing the Chinese Communist Party in through Australia's back door. It seems no longer the question of have we been sold out, but rather by whom we've been sold out. With the Queensland labor win, the, the New Jersey labor landslide, and Premier Andrews' publicized We Stand With Dan popularity, it seems all have achieved revered status for their handling of the coronavirus situation what situation there i drew the conclusion that the people really do love their servitude and remain gobsmacked at the extent of acceptance of draconian disproportionate retraction of freedoms the sheeple have not only accepted but have embraced and voted to allow to continue you think they actually voted how could this be conceivable a few moments of reflection a light bulb moment a blinding flash of the obvious, could there possibly be a common influence? It is no secret that Victoria diverged from the federal government path with the Yellow Belt and Road Brick Road project and selling off Melbourne Port following the lead of Darwin Port in October 2015. And there are countless other examples of sell-offs if you care to dig a little. L.A. Port, for instance. Clearly, the CCP is no longer satisfied with real estate. They are infiltrating our democratic elections, being invited in by our trusted politicians. Thought for the day, is it easy to be a communist in a free democratic society, but try being free in a communist dictatorship? There were little publicized issues around the Queensland local government elections of March 2020, when, which came under spotlight in July 2020, when Pete Credlin interviewed Meryl Chidor MP Fiona Simpson, who revealed a long but little-known involvement of Connex China-based coders. On 14 July, shortly after Sky Broadcast News, Jeff Wade, Sino, a Southeast Asian historical specialist and senior researcher at Australian National University, made several posts on Twitter which we covered here on this channel. China-based coders writes critical software on election commission of QLD ECQ, 
Queensland electoral role at risk after Labour government outsources coding role to China. He links to Pete Petta Credlin's report on 10 July, exposed by Liberal MP Fiona Simpson, when the local election results in Queensland were delayed because the Chinese-based coders were in lockdown due to the coronavirus crisis in Wuhan. It's a compromise and risk the security of one of the most critical things, which is our elections. Link's Brisbane uh, Times article, Inquiry slams ECQ for slow election results that were barely any results available on the website on election night. Links to QLD Parliament documents, which... um, from which the information on Wuhan coding was taken. IT news document that in October 2018, the process to develop new election management system and the election service provider, Conic, was was to commence ECQ contracted Conic in 2017. There's Eugene Yu there, Brisbane Times report, uh, ECQ switched uh, to backup website days before the election, as we just covered. Documented evidence in Chinese that Eugene Jane Wei Yu, G-I-A-N-W-E-A-U. Now, that's interesting. That's the first time I've seen that name spelled like that. I think he's on the Communist Party list. <laughs> Any bet he's on the uh, Communist Party list? Let's see. Janeway, you professor, Chinese Academy of Science, which means yes. If you're a professor, researcher for eco-environmental sciences, University of Chinese Academy of Sciences professor. Hmm. Who knows? I mean, that's, I don't know shit about Chinese names, so. Oh, there you go. There, you're right there. Chinese Association for Science and Technology. So that, yes, the answer to that question is yes, he's part of the CCP. Extracts from Chinese Industrial Espionage, Acquisition and Military Modernization by William Hannes, showing about the Chinese Association for Science and Technology, uh, which was the, the beginning of stealing uh, America's intellectual property through Hillary Clinton's servers. That's what the email scandal is actually about. Classified, highly classified, highly sensitive information somehow all over the freaking internet while Hillary's server was infiltrated. But no, we're not going to talk about how Hillary's server is the thing that is is how China's intellectual property or America's intellectual property was stolen by China. That's not, we can't talk about Hillary Clinton's classified stuff that was, no, there was no, it was just a few that we didn't really know what was happening. And, you know, Barack Obama was on it too, and we couldn't have that, any discussion about that either. No, 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 can't do that. During question time in Parliament, Fiona asked the Premier why Chinese-based coders were used for Queensland's elections over every QLD coding firm. The Premier said data is kept here in Australia. Oh, yeah, actually, actually, yes, it is. They had those data centers and denied that any electoral roll was accessed from overseas. Bullshit. Fiona maintains that there is a potential of security risk for allowing Chinese-based coders to write critical new infrastructure, you think? She has strong concerns about Chinese-based coders' ability to be free of Chinese government influence. You think? They have intimate understanding of the architecture of software system with access to sensitive information and key coding. (laughs) A submission from Chris Fetchner, QLD's chief customer and digital officer, to the inquiry wrote, most of the coding resources were based in Wuhan, China and were negatively impacted by the COVID-19 lockdown. 
the inquiry looked at the delays in reporting of results by the new election management system, but was not charged with investigating the security-related issues or cost blowouts or poor functionality. As we had just seen in communications between them as well. Uh, where is Okay, I got the Biden whistleblower. Oh, that's a different one. Okay, let me get to my other ones here. I'm way running out of time, as always. Still wanted to go through. Can I have my other tab? Thank you. Uh, Okay. This. And then a rapid fire a news blitz to finish it off with investigating Chinese intelligence firm Zenhua data. Our investigation of Zenhua data with a detailed look at their operation on how Chinese intelligence firm leverages public and private data sources to create actionable in- intelligence about a wide range of targets. Huh. Isn't that interesting? Internet Big Data Military Intelligence System investigating Chinese intelligence firm Zhenhua Data. Why is this important? Not too long ago, a full list of CCP members was leaked to the leaked to the public, and hopefully that uh, information is being exploited. Stories of Chinese intelligence firm leveraging big data analysis, social media platforms, LinkedIn, mobile devices, and signals intelligence are all over the internet. However, recent stories about the Genoa data leak in the Indian Express caught our attention, and we decided to leverage our shadow map platform to get some more insight on the Genoa data operation. After spending several days deep into this rabbit hole and vague corporations, a wide range of collection systems, some really interesting correlation use cases, we've been able to put together a fairly comprehensive image of Genoa data's operation. While the surface, uh, while on the surface, Genoa data seems to be just another firm capturing and processing and selling publicly available information. The story changes rapidly when you go past the surface. According to the website, which has been taken offline but is still accessible via Shadow Map, Genoa Data focuses on integrating overseas data and information and providing services for domestic institutions that are linked to the CCP. It has a large number of platforms that they use for collecting data. These include platforms monitoring your standard social media platforms, such as Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, TikTok, VK, Instagram, and et cetera, and et cetera, and et cetera. They also monitor a wide range of media outlets, news websites, news aggregators, such as Reddit, et cetera, to be able to use that to seed information to throw people off. In addition to this, they also seem to have private sources of data such as near real-time movement of warships, satellite tracking, troop movements, etc. More so, we were able to find references to private feeds such as access to the data's affiliate apps and websites, but have not been able to discover or access these portals directly. Some examples of the public data collection systems uh, that are publicly accessible are LinkedIn, TikTok, and I'll get this out there to you guys. Um, I, I don't know if this, let me just see what this is. How much time do I have? Not very much. 
I don't, I don't know how long this demo is going to be, and it wants name, phone number, and the rest. So, yeah, go fuck yourself. <clears throat> Whatever. Chinese open source data collection, big data, and private enterprise work for state intelligence and security. The case of the Shenzhen, Shenzhen uh, Zenhua. Now, this is, as you guys know, Shenzhen is the military center for the CCP. You guys remember that giant explosion way back? Isn't that interesting? China's collecting vast amounts of open source data to support influence and intelligence operations through private enterprises and then sells to state institutions. Here you present, uh, excuse me, one database on 2.4 million individuals around the uh, world from sectors of China. Sectors China deems as targets for a variety of purposes ranging from political influence to intellectual property targeting. The data appears to be used to support Chinese intelligence, military, security, and state operations and, and information warfare and influence targeting. The data covers a broad array of public and non-public private data with classifications and rankings on individuals and institutions. The question I would have is, did China leak that uh, document to put those people on notice as an intimidation factor? Something to think about. How China influ infiltrated U.S. classrooms. Even, though, even as they face criticism, Chinese government-run educational institutes have continued to their, their forward march on college campuses across the United States. A really good article today about Confucius Institutes. Uh, when was this? When is this written anyway? Um, by Ethan Epstein for the Weekly Standard, uh, but it's in uh, Politico. Um, but it talks about the Confucius Institutes, how they infiltrated. Um, uh, there's been a lot of more recent people that have been trying to raise awareness on this. University of Wisconsin takes more money than you can even imagine. Um, Austin, Texas, Austin, Berkeley, all these places take so much money from foreign money from, from these. I don't understand why that, why we allow that to happen, man. The first Confucius Institute was open in South Korea in 2004. They quickly spread to Japan, Australia, Canada, and Europe. The United States, China's biggest geopolitical rival has been a, a particular focus. Fully 40% of Confucius Institutes are stateside. In addition to the institutes and universities, Hanban also operates hundreds of so-called Confucius classrooms in primary and secondary schools. The public school system of Chicago, for example, has outsourced its Chinese program to Confucius classrooms. Generations of useful idiots, and we have to try to fight through it. <laughs> University of Chicago um, uh, had authored a 2014 pamphlet on Confucius Institute's academic malware. Reports that Confucius Institute comes up with $100,000 in startup costs provided by Hanban. Um, what's this dude's name? Hanban, shorthand for the ruling body of the Office of Chinese Language Council International, a branch of the Ministry of Education. The Ministry of Education has infiltrated the public schools of America with Confucius Institute communist teachings that are brainwashing preschool children right now. In, Ch in California, preschool children are being indoctrinated with communist ideologies. All over America. <sighs> rapid fire, 15 minutes left. <laughs> News blitz, rapid fire. Go check out uh, Average Joe's rapid fire. Um, keeping our children safe. Pennsylvania governors 
bans conversion therapy as by Heather Hamilton in uh, today's Washington Examiner. Congratulations to Tom Wolf for standing up for our children. Hmm. Almost seems as if some puppet strings have been cut recently. All right, or some something like that. Everyone over here on the foxhole.app, thank you all very much for the uh, support over here. Sean Joe, Space Cookie, always appreciate Straight Talk with Alan. <laughs> no fluff. Thank you for being here, Space Cookie. Rosary Mom with a phone. Lou Ann, I see clearly Sean Joe. P and Pacific Northwest Sasquatch is in the house. Are you going to be at the meetup? I have a lot going on right now, and I am completely broke, so... Um, yeah, JC bird, Victoria, Glenn MS and PDX Patriot. Thank you all for the support over there on the foxhole.app. I appreciate you all very much for being here today, guys. And I appreciate the support, love and prayers. Best thing you can do, honestly, is just tell somebody about the show. I got about 15 minutes left of important stuff that you guys need to see if you can hang out for about 15. It's well worth your time. The stuff that you have left here. So check it out if you guys can. Everyone over there on Rumble. Thanks for being here today, guys. Much love to you all. And I appreciate all you guys. Twitch crowd is out there lurking as well today. Brian, thanks for the 800 bit. It's Hopeless Dolphin and JC Bird. New subs are giving the sub out there to Jane. Thank you all for being there today, guys. Thank you, Brian, for the support. I appreciate you very much. America First, Nikki, Deplora, Laura, all you guys out there lurking and listening. Where will these where will these links be? These links are always on my social the same places I always put them. On uh, social media. All my social media is where you'll be able to get all these links. Okay. Um, what do we have here? We got through that, we got through that. This, that. All right. No thanks, Breitbart. Space Force, Space Force Chief, uh, Space Force has led to quantifiable goodness. Quantifiable goodness. I have my official, this is my official Space Force uniform. <laughs> quantifiable goodness. <laughs> I'm kidding, obviously. There's absolutely no doubt in my mind the quantifiable goodness we have established by establishing the face, Space Force. And I'd say, in fact, on a couple of fronts, I think the Air Force is a better uh, Air Force because they don't have to worry about the space mission anymore. Very interesting, for sure. A very interesting article. And so you now have an independent service focusing on that domain, he added. There's no doubt that we are much better today than we were just half, just a half years ago. And back then we were still the world's best. So there you go. Uh, interesting article in today's Breitbart. Assange's lawyers are suing the CIA for spying on them. Can I join this as well? Lawyers for the WikiLeaks founder Julian Assange sued the Central Intelligence Agency and its former director Mike Pompeo on Monday, alleging it recorded their conversations and copied data from their phones and computers. The attorneys, along with two journalists joining the suit, are, Amer are Americans... The attorneys, and along with two journalists joining the suit, are Americans and allege that the CIA violated their U.S. constitutional protections for confidential discussions with Assange, who is Australian. They said that the CIA worked with security firms contracted by the Ecuadorian embassy in London, where Assange was living at the time, to spy on WikiLeaks co-founder, his journalist and, and, journalist and his lawyers, and others he met with. Hmm. The ghost in the machine story of uh, Sarah and um, <sighs> brain fart and the other journalists that are involved in that. We'll see how that plays itself out. U.S. election software company previously built Confucius Institute communication platform. Kanika the Great finished up his article today after I don't I I, I don't know what he was looking for, but um, 
we we left off here yesterday with this, and he's got a little more out there uh, today talking about hacking fears over new software. Uh, we basically covered that earlier with that article that I read, and I think um, you know Kanan could probably put uh, a little more together into this with regards to the names, faces, and other stuff to make it very easy to present. But if you haven't seen this yet, you'll be able to find this on all my social media after the show as well. CDC quietly removes a massive claim on vaccine safety. He just decided not to tell anybody bolsters concerns about mRNA and cancer when assessing the filings of anything from companies to pharmaceuticals uh, uh, much of the interesting information is conveyed in the changes what's been added what's been taken out you catch a company taking text out of t- uh, 10k in some Friday night filing and you know they wanted to bury it well buckle up because the CDC just dramatically changed their claims about mRNA vaccine safety and this one is a doozy it says this, mRNA vaccines do not use any live virus. mRNA vaccines cannot cause infection with the virus that causes COVID-19 or other viruses. Huh. Could have sworn I've heard that somewhere before. They do not affect or interact with our DNA. mRNA from these vaccines do not enter the nucleus of the cell where DNA and genetic material is located so it cannot change or influence our genes. But if we rewind to late July using the Wayback Machine, we get this. Notice anything that is that used to be in the facts assemblage that has been disappeared. The mRNA and spike protein do not last long in the body. Our cells break down mRNA, and these vaccines will get rid of it with a few days after vaccination. Quietly removing that sentence, and scientists estimate that the spike protein, like other proteins our bodies create, may stay in the body for up to a few weeks or a lifetime. Or a lifetime, as the great doctors who are trying to save our lives have told us over and over and over again that the mRNA vaccine does nothing to affect immunity for COVID-19 and it does not protect you from anything, period. CDC admits they were wrong about a huge safety problem by silently deleting the erroneous text. Steve Kirsch picked up on this as well. There it is there. Make sure I get that out there to you guys. A report in today's American Greatness that 44% of pregnant women in Pfizer trial lost their babies. FDA and the CDC recommended jabs for expectant mothers anyway. Deborah Henney in yesterday's American Greatness with more documented information telling us that what the doctors that are trying to break through this garbage narrative from Chinese bought and paid for pharmaceuticals and doctor associations and the rest, the deaths of pregnant women and the mutilations of their babies has not yet been seen, and it is going to be horrific once we finally see how bad it is. New York Citizens Audit finds hidden infrastructure in voter rolls. Wendy Strach Mahoney has a new article in Uncovered DC today. Stolen elections, stolen identity. While attending the pitch, she has some great stuff, and I had a chance to talk to Wendy and um, 
And um, I'm going to, I have her phone number. I'm going to get her to come on with us and maybe I'll have her try to come on uh, tomorrow and I'm start getting some, some, some guests uh, involved here with the show and stuff and uh, try to, um, they may save you from a chance of living a long, healthy life. You think? Um, so Wendy's been doing great work out there. And the part that she talks about here is the New York audit information and the presentation that we got with regards to the New York audit information is very important. So I'll see maybe if I can get uh, Wendy to come spend some time with us about this important, important, very important story. I'll put that all over social media today. If you want to read into that yourself, project Veritas, the violent extremist crap. I got that out there today. Biden's manufacturing reduction act is going to, it seems as though it is targeted for Wisconsin. (laughs) so you got that going on out there thanks bro i appreciate that forced labor and the possible enslavement in china's xinjiang un expert in an inside paper today now we can't talk about china's slave labor beijing has accused of attain of detaining a million uyghurs and other muslim minorities and using them for slave labor and putting their wives into the slave sex trafficking market. You don't want to become a communist, huh? How about I send your wife to the sex trade market and I enslave you for the rest of your life? That's what's coming my way. Saudi sentences women to 34 years in jail over Twitter use. Huh. Saudi court sentenced a woman to 34 years in prison over her Twitter activity, according to court documents as seen by AFP Wednesday. The sentence issued against Salma al-Shihab for aiding dissidents seeking to disrupt public order in the United Kingdom was handed down by the Saudi appeals court on August 9th, the document shows. She is a PhD candidate at Britain's University of Leeds and a mother of two, was banned from traveling abroad Uh, for a further 34 years as part of the sentence. She had about 2,600 followers on Twitter, and I think she may have been one of my sources way back when, but now she's going to jail. Biden administration refuses release of $7 billion in frozen Afghanistan funds from Zawahiri strike. Probably best just to stay away from me. (sighs) Today, this is an announcement that as part of President Trump's Middle East peace deal, that the Biden administration is being told by China to not enforce the peace deal. And in the end, all this is going to cause is death, mayhem, destruction, and the rest. And guess what happened today? Take a while, guess what happened today in Afghanistan. Um, this happened today in Afghanistan. Several explosions in Kabul city. Uh, the Taliban killed uh, eight hours ago. Taliban killed Molay um, Mahdi, a member of the Harza minority, one of its former leaders. And today, a massive explosion in Afghanistan at a mosque. And this is what kicked it off last time. Um, I, I have been unable to verify OSINT reports of this, but from the sources that I did see it from, it seemed pretty legit. 
about 12 hours ago, an explosion reported in Sarakiz area of Kabul. And Afghanistan kills eight in Islamic State claims responsibility. Um, what I'm hearing is that this may be way worse as than it's being reported. I'm hearing that they may have blown a mosque up in the middle of prayers. And as you guys know, the sensitive nature of mosques in that area, you never know who was hit on that, and it could be bad. It could be real bad. So it appears that China is doing everything they can to stoke up more problems uh, there as well. Every mission to Mars in one visualization to finish off the show here today. Uh, actually, I had a couple more. This one, um, Justice Department admits uh, improper conduct by FBI agents during Trump raid on Mar-a-Lago. Uh, very much so, and um, that's part of um, our world, I guess. Does I thought this had a visualization. This is the visualization? Oh. <laughs> uh uh what the hell that is. All right, uh, checking in with FCCED today as we wrap up the show. I thank you guys for being here today, as always. Um, come on, spell it right, will you? Uh, checking in with FCC. <laughs> to see if there's anything going on out there. India seizes $46 million from the crypto exchange vault and the money laundering probe and Netanyahu to miss bribery charges. That's all there is there. Safe travels, Joe. I hope um, you get to your destination safely. Uh, Department of Justice, my, um, Russian money launderer extradited from the Netherlands to the United States today. Defendant grandparents scam network sentenced for RICO conspiracy targeting elderly Americans in a defendant in the grandparent scam network. This is as part of Jack Or in Paramount, California. Uh, man charged with making a threat to Arizona election official. Former member of Congress charged with multiple fraud and schemes. Um, John Doe summons uh, U.S. taxpayers pay, seeking uh, the identities of U.S. taxpayers who have used cryptocurrency monitor compliance with federal voting federal voting laws in Alaska jurisdiction. That's where we left off there. Um, what? Not that one. Um, yeah, that one actually. Oh no, that was the other one. Uh, one quick dig, real quick here. Let me let me see. Where is that? The one that caught my eye. Oh. Missouri man was indicted yesterday. Walter Lee Hornstra of Tecumseh. I wonder if this Walter Lee H O O R N S T R A from Tecumseh. Wonder if this guy's a an actual MAGA type guy or if he's uh, just an unhinged leftist. That would be my question of the day that I will lead you guys off with. And with that, I appreciate you guys very much as we quick through the quick two hours. I hope you guys enjoy the rest of your evening tonight. Thank you all for the love, support, and prayers. Brian and the new subs over there, JC Bird, thanks for giving that gifting that one out over on Twitch. Hope you guys have a great evening tonight over there and all the lurkers over there on Rumble and other places. Ildi, Styley Girl, AJ Sanchez, Pterodactyl, Glenn, and many others out there today. Thank you all for, for being out there today. I appreciate you all very much. And over there on the Foxhole.app, go ahead and get that scratch off going and go enjoy the rest of your evening we will see you guys out there tomorrow for another edition of uh, uncensored abe also tomorrow is thursday i'll be on with zach red pill 78 you're going to want to watch that tomorrow at 1 eastern 12 uh central uh, with uh, zach Payne over there on his channel red pill 78 so thanks guys 
for being here today and go ahead and grab that scratch off. And with that, I want to say much love and God bless you all. We'll see you guys back here tomorrow for another edition of Uncensored Dave. I hope you guys are liking the digs, the live dig style. I realize it's a little bit different show structure, show structure, but until I get all of this stuff, I'm going to keep digging through it. So I'll do some more digging tonight. So I appreciate you all very much. I'll see you guys back here tomorrow for another edition of Uncensored Dave. God bless you all. Treat the word impossible as nothing more than motivation. Relish the opportunity to be an outsider. Embrace that label. Being an outsider is fine. Embrace the label. Because it's the outsiders who change the world and who make a real and lasting difference.